Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to NFL. What is up, y'all? Sorry for the delay. We wanted to wait and see how much information we can get about the young budding star of the NFL, Patrick Ooh. Mahomes. And we're still they're still unclear, but he's gonna play. It looks like he's gonna play. They yeah, said he's he, practicing. He's got taking snaps. Yeah, yeah, the report from yesterday was that he took the majority of snaps in practice. Uh that's a surefire sign that he's gonna play. Yeah. And Skiff uh, was taking a day to uh to uh recover from the new presidency. <laughs> From the loss of Donald Trump as our leader. Uh, yes. <laughs> it was, uh, holy crap. What an, inter- there's so many things to say about this day. Did you see, um, did you see his little farewell exit from the Air Force Base? Yeah. Yeah. It, it ended it slightly different than the last one where he ordered people to go and rush the Capitol. This was a little different. <laughs> this was well, like, okay. It was weird. It, for me, the way, you know, I mean, he he was Trump all the way to the end. Obviously, yeah. like you yeah. know, he was like, oh well, I want to, you know, uh, I wish the best for the new administration. And then he went on to sort of say like, well, you know, everything's pretty much set up for them because I crushed it for the last four years. So, <laughs> yeah. so whatever good things they do, it's it, I'm taking credit it's for of it. Because of me, yeah. yeah Even though when me. he took over, there's yeah. nothing. You know, Obama didn't didn't set anything up nicely for him. Yeah, of course. Uh, he also had the very kind of ominous statement towards the end that we'll be back in some yeah. form. Yeah. Very interesting to keep an eye on that story. Yeah. Um, that, ain't shit, but, that dude's going to get bored. He's not going to do this shit anymore. No. But the thing that I found the most fascinating about it uh, was the actual musical playlist. Did you oh. happen to? <laughs> I know he left to YMCA. That was his, his farewell song. I was like, what the fuck? Well, but that was the song throughout the entire campaign. That's what the video of him dancing, he's dancing the YMCA as well. But it's just such a weird, yeah. I, and if you listen closely to the lyrics of some of the songs, yeah. I was like, does he not know? Well, A, does he not know that this is like one of the biggest like gay anthems of all time? <laughs> obviously, it's that. But it's for the uh, Proud Boys. That's probably why he's talking to young men. <laughs> I guess I don't know, but it's a uh, song about young men hooking up at the YMCA and having uh, uh, and how sexy you know, they all are and all that shit. Yeah. Recreational sexual experiences and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and then they play after that song was Tiny Dancer, Elton John's Tiny Dancer. Okay. As he got onto the plane, Somebody and there's a line in that him. song where it refers to the Jesus freaks in the streets and uh, how crazy they are and stuff. I was like, is he is he not listening? Wow, uh, I didn't even I didn't even notice. Uh, I didn't know about the Tiny Dancer. That's great. <laughs> and even before before he came out of the helicopter to walk up onto the stage, 
Uh, what were the two songs that were playing? I can't. There was one, well, and then all of a sudden, one what in the butt? <laughs> 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 you want to do me in my butt? In my butt? <laughs> no, it was uh, one of the songs right before he came out of the helicopter. Was the Journey song? Oh, don't uh, stop believing. Is it "Don't Stop Believing"? That's the only Journey song I know. Or is it? <clears throat> Which one's the one where there, it's the song about the girl and the guy just and a small on a town train girl. going yeah, nowhere? Yeah. Just a That's, small town girl. Don't stop believing. Living that don't in a lonely world. Exactly. Yeah, that's my, yeah. Uh, that's my karaoke joint right there. Yeah, it was that song. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, don't stop believing, it was like com- man. The whole thing was like comedy of the absurd to me. I was like, this is that's insane. I was, was on, so uh, I don't know if you saw, I was on TV last night talking about how comedy is a lot harder. It's going to be harder to make fun of, like, Biden. Right. It was like, it's written for you for Trump already. It was easier. Yeah. And we were talking about that, how it just it still feels better. Like, oh, fuck it. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll sacrifice. Yeah, but I've already <laughs> seen it's going to be the same as it was when Obama was president. Right. It's not going to be comedy about Biden. Well, it's going to be comedy about all these douchebags and how they react to it. Right. You know, Fox News is already kind of, turned the page and started figuring out ways to criticize Biden. He's only been doing the job for two days, so... Uh, so, yeah. So, what did you, you think about the inauguration? I, I like what they did. I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, yeah, you know, there weren't that many people there, obviously, because of the pandemic and they had all the mm. flags out there, but it was a lot less boring to watch because everything was kind of timed my favorite or funny my favorite funny part was the guy who had to come up and disinfect the podium every time somebody came <laughs> yeah i was yeah. like that guy's gonna wind up in a saturday night live skit for sure yeah. oh yeah they've been doing that like for the uh when biden came and called out the people that he was um nominating for the cabinet yeah. the guy came up between everyone he looked a little more official this dude looked like it was obviously very funny to watch to see if anybody was going to talk to Mike Pence, which not very many people did. It didn't look like. Of course not. Uh, I thought Michelle Obama looked like a fucking superstar. Yeah. With that outfit and her hair, she looked unreal. She was amazing. Yeah. Uh, and the fireworks display at night. Did you see the video of that? Yeah, I saw uh, I saw a clip of it with uh, Katy Perry. That was the most seen. Uh, like American overdose, too much yeah. cake icing on the top of your mouth. <laughs> fireworks display I'd ever seen in my life. Uh, they just needed some F-15s to fly through, you know. <laughs> well, they couldn't because there was so much fucking smoke from the fireworks. Yeah, exactly. They couldn't see anyway. Um, my favorite from the from the inauguration was the poet Amanda Gorman. I, I thought she was great. She had yeah. her poem. I mean, you know, yeah, maybe I've seen better spoken word before, but I think the content of her poem was really moving, and there were a couple of things in there that I thought I'd never heard before. Um, things that she said, things that politicians got up on stage and immediately contradicted. Um, but I just thought it was quite cool. You, you know, politi- one, a great catchphrase for almost every politician is this idea that we strive to build a perfect union. Um, mm. And she kind of spoke counter to that in the poem. She said something like, you know, it doesn't mean that we're striving to, to create a perfect union. We're striving to forge a union with purpose, right? Mm. It's not about perfection. It's about purpose. Yeah. And I think it was like, 
her speech um, was a very interesting argument against uh, this idea of American exceptionalism um, and and all of the kind of like yucky things that kind of come along with that. Right. You know, I think you know as well as I do. We we Americans we we some of us really kind of like I have sort of a dual relationship with this idea of an American exceptionalism. On one level, I'm really proud of where I come from. Um, But on the other hand, I don't take it so seriously that I think I'm, you know, that we're the greatest country on earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I I think there's kind of some, some issues with that. And she also said some other things that I thought were quite poignant is obviously specifically related to the black lives matter movement. Um, and when you think about all the things that happened in the NFL, like we're still, you know, obviously the, the Colin Kaepernick story is still, mm-hmm. um, means something to some of us. And now um, the coach and now the coaching thing where it's like, black coaches don't get a shot. Yeah. Not, yeah. Most of those positions are getting gobbled up by white dudes. Um, the thing that I thought was interesting that she said, and I printed it out, she had this quote, she said, um, you know, with regard to like history, she's like, it's it's because being American is more than a pride we inherit. It's the past we step into and how we repair it. The idea that, to me, that was like the one line from nice. the speech. That's kind of bars. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that hit me the most, actually, from the speech. There were other great lines, but that one to me was like this idea. It's like, look, we're not trying to say, like, some people think that, okay, well, fuck, if we... I mean, they think too much like lawyers, basically. They're like, well, if we admit that we did something wrong, then we might be in trouble. It's like, nah, dude. First, you got to admit that you made a mistake. Yeah. And then you have to figure out the steps you can take in order to fix it. And this is something that uh, I think the NFL needs is still having troubles with, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's all over society. But yeah, the NFL is a great example of that. That's mm. a good point. That's why I like what uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, one of my like heroes, the astrophysicist. Yeah. He has a, I saw an interview with him and he said that um, one of our problems is that all our politicians, they started off as lawyers for the most part. So he's like, so they're used to, used to um, being, trying to prove their points instead of trying to solve problems. So if we had a, if we had a Congress that reflected society, I think it'd be better. Like we have some, some doctors, some lawyers, some uh, some teachers, you know, uh, military members, you know, scientists, yeah. all of these people as politicians, then maybe we could move forward in something. It's a good point. That would actually be a really cool idea. Like, what if you put a, like, some sort of a cap mm-hmm. on the number of certain, yeah. of particular professions that you could have? Like, you can only have... You can only have 10 lawyers in Congress. Yeah, yeah like uh, Congress, uh, like having to have jury of your peers when you go to court. Yeah. If they had a Congress of your peers yeah. <laughs> where they represent you and it looks like it's a... We want a lawyers, we want scientists, we want Mexicans. teachers. We want... <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. You want some managers, <laughs> like middle management. You want a couple CEOs, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Couple, maybe a couple of influencers, you know, so they can <laughs> blog about it. <laughs> Your favorite people in the world. Ugh. All right. And there's probably people who are listening to this that are like, man, talk about football, man. I know. Sorry. 
Sorry. But hey, you know, we got a new president. We got rid of the fucking giant orange dictator, and I'm just happy. So. And and me, the last thing I'll say is I have a a son and a daughter, and Mm. I got uh, very teary eyed when when Kamala Harris was getting sworn in, and I looked over at my daughter watching the TV, and she was just like, "Oh, what's going on?" And I was just like, "The." That's the new vice president, and she looks like you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah, so that's pretty cool. It was, yeah, it was really awesome to see that. I'm so happy for Kamala Harris and her family. Married to a white dude, too. Shout out to that. And yeah. then they had the family all swagged out. That was pretty cool, man. Yeah, that was good. awesome. I feel, I feel better. I don't have to answer these questions all the goddamn time about my dumbass country. <laughs> I thought it was funny too. Uh, what's her name? J Lo. She was good. She she sang at the inauguration. She's got yeah. a great voice. But the thing that I was <laughs> she does not have a great voice. <laughs> well, I, maybe she was. I thought you said that with a straight face. <laughs> but the fun, the thing that I laughed about was, wait a minute, isn't this the girl who was on the stripper pole at last year's halftime show in the, NFL, in the Super Bowl? <laughs> Did a movie about strippers. Good movie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, J Lo. Yeah, shout out to J Lo. <laughs> Everybody's like, ah, we can look at J Lo no matter what. She can do whatever. <laughs> yeah, come on yeah. out, come on out and sing marginally well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So that's a good ten minutes on U.S. on the U.S. Uh, situation. I think it, yeah. it could it could deserve more because it's such a big moment. So if anybody's complaining, fuck you, and yeah. and and Bill's Mafia. <laughs> I, I still I still love you, Bills Mafia. Oh man, I, I heard a thing. T- I heard um, they were talking about they were. I was listening to something. It was like NPR or something, and they were really <laughs> showing love to Bills Mafia, and it just it made me sick to my stomach. And then I was listening to it while I was working out, so I couldn't even stop it. <laughs> I just had to <laughs> power through a like ab session or something while they just laud Bills Mafia. Ah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that's what I get. Uh, All right, uh, what's going on, man? Well, let's dive. We got a few like kind of quick news stories. We got Philip Rivers retired. Fuck it, yay! <laughs> uh, you know, seventeen seasons. Uh, I guess. What do you think? Uh, you think he's gonna go in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Probably. Just off name recognition, yeah, he's gonna go in. Sure. I think the Hall of Fame is gonna get really crowded soon. Especially yeah. we can all see all of these players. All yeah, it's it's not like back in the day when you get one game a week or whatever. You know what I mean? Now well, everybody's. It's probably everybody's, um, yeah. it's probably a good idea. They put the the Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. They can extend it as much as they want. I can't imagine there's <laughs> anything there. You know what I mean? Just keep building another wing onto it. Uh, you know? Good point. <laughs> uh, we have a little history that's going to be made in the Super Bowl. We're going to have the first female ref. In the oh, Super Bowl. Yeah. I saw that. Shout out. What's her name? Her name is Sarah Thomas. Sarah Thomas will be the first woman to officiate at the Super Bowl. Nice. Shout out to Sarah Thomas. That's what's mm-hmm. up, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, we got some new coaches. Um, Jets hire 49ers uh, defensive coordinator Robert Sala. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was one of the one of the biggest names out there on the list that people yeah. were got him for. He also is going to bring apparently is going to bring Mike Lafleur, the um, 
passing coordinator for the 49ers. He's going to bring him with him to be the oh, uh, wow. offensive coordinator. Damn, they have a passing coordinator? That's what it says, yeah. Wow. Um, first, Muslim, uh, right? Yeah, first Muslim American coach uh, in the NFL. Um, I heard, I've, I read a really touching story, actually, about both he and his brother. They're really close, and they were both studying um, finance. Mm -hmm. um, and his brother nearly, his brother was already working in finance, and, and Robert Sala was studying it. And his brother nearly died in the 9-11 attacks. He was in the South Tower um, when the plane hit, uh, but he got out. And, um, yeah, it was a very emotional story about that, the moment that Robert Sala decided, you know what, um, I, I want to do what I love. I don't want to do accounting. I don't want to sit in a cubicle all day. I want to coach football. And that was like, you know, one of those big moments in your life that kind of forces you to really – yeah. Like, what am I doing? Am I doing what I think I'm supposed to be doing? Or am I doing what I really want to do? Or, you know, very you said a plane crash. He his brother almost died in the 9-11 attack. Oh, almost. Oh, I thought he did. OK, OK. No, no, no. He, he worked in the South Tower and apparently he came down for a coffee break uh, to the bottom floor uh, right before the plane hit. Um, yeah. Oh. So he's just sort of barely snuck out. Pretty intense. Yeah. Um, Holy crap. I feel like this guy's the real deal. I think, you know, I mean, obviously, you feel like the Jets have a lot of work to do, um, you know, but if they could maybe, I mean, look at someone like the Cleveland Browns, like how, how well they did this year. And it wasn't really that long ago that we were making fun of the fact that they, you know, hadn't won a game in two seasons. You know what I mean? Yeah. They pulled the um, trigger quick, too. Like, they... They didn't want to waste that opportunity, you know, with their roster, and they just they turned got a, it around. They got a, coach they got a great there. coach. They've got some good players, and yeah. and they've got a lot of draft capital to work with. I mean, I don't see any. I don't know if the Jets are going to be any good next year, but I I could see them making a pretty quick turnaround. I hope they um, suck. So. Yeah, I hope they suck too, because I don't really <laughs> like the Jets. Oh, I really uh, hate the Jets. So. Yeah. Uh, well, who's next? Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer signs with Jacksonville Jaguars to be the head the coach. Same, same neighborhood he used to coach in, too. Yep. Um, this is going to be one of those, you know, things where it's like, you know, can he make the jump from college to the pros? I mean, Urban Meyer is best known for coaching the Florida Gators and the mm. Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, yeah, but he's but sitting he on did the quit. Remember, he quit just like stressed out. Yeah. Yeah. If he yeah. got stressed out in college, NFL's going to be, it's an animal, man. Yeah. Well, we'll see. He's got the number one pick in the draft to work with. So, um, you know, we'll see how Some, that goes. You, had, you said that he might get Justin Fields, but nobody else thinks that, I'm, right? I, I'm starting to think that that's probably. Because Justin Fields never played for him, right? He just recruited him. Yeah. And I also think that Trevor Lawrence I think Trevor Lawrence, just on paper and just you look at the guy, he looks like he's built for the NFL. Okay. Whereas Justin Fields, I think, will be great in the NFL, but he's going to have a lot to prove because he's going to, unfairly in my opinion, because he is going to be a, a little more Lamar Jackson-like, you know? So he's oh, okay. going to have to come in and prove that he can do that. 
whereas Justin Fields is a little more uh, I mean, he's still capable of being mobile, but he still looks like, you know, a, a slightly more traditional NFL quarterback, I think. More Alex uh, Smith than Lamar? Or what? Well, no, he throws I, it better? Yeah, I think he's a... I, I, but well, Alex Smith could run is why I said that. Yeah, but I think he's 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 more capable of running than Alex Smith, but oh, maybe okay. a little more like Joe Burrow, I guess, I would say. You know, oh, okay. To, okay. to find a more recent comparison. Um, Joe Burrow yeah. looked good, man. Yeah, he was. He was good. Uh, who else we got? Panthers hire Seahawks VP Scott uh, Fridier as the next GM. I don't know why I saved that. I don't really care. <laughs> uh, Not Scott. Uh, oh, Rams defensive coordinator Brandon Staley is going to be the new coach of the Chargers. Um so he's okay. basically just going to, I don't know, he doesn't even have to move. Uh, Playing the same oh, stadium, just, yeah, same, same st- town. <laughs> uh, wow. But now you got Justin Herbert to, to play with. Yeah. I don't know golf. much about this guy, but, uh, yeah, that's a pretty good gig. I didn't know who the Chargers were going to go at. They could have, they had the whole, they're an attractive landing spot having uh, Justin Herbert. Sure. Uh, Lions are hiring Dan Campbell yeah. as the next head coach. Yeah, he was made he was made popular from the Dolphins' uh, uh, hard knocks, mm-hmm. where everybody was like this old school tough guy, opposite of Joe Philbin. Yeah, he's like a tight end coach. Yeah. Yeah, he was a tight end coach or for was. the Dolphins, and then I think he does offensive line or something like that for the Cowboys. Uh. And then he jumps right to head coach. So, kudos to him. Uh, let's see. The offensive coordinator of the Colts, Nick Sirianni, is Mm -hmm. gonna be the uh, uh, what's he gonna be? He's gonna be a new Eagles head coach. That's the one I was gonna ask about the Eagles. But the Eagles hired somebody too, so the only open spot right now is Houston. That is correct. Uh, what are they gonna do? Because they have uh, they who nobody knows who their quarterback's gonna be. Nope. Uh, and he's pissed because they uh, brought in, uh, you know, they had that whole thing where they brought in um, a consulting firm to find out who to hire as the next GM. And then the mm. firm said it was between two black dudes, and then they picked a white dude that wasn't even one of them. <laughs> and uh, he's, yeah, he's pissed, Deshaun Watson. It's been a real uh, interesting saga to follow. Uh, the situation in Houston. Uh, I don't know if they're going to solve it. Um, There are rumors that... uh, Well, okay, so uh, apparently Deshaun Watson has not asked for a trade. He's very unhappy, but he has not asked for a trade yet. Um, But there are rumors floating around that, that if this doesn't... If this story doesn't get sorted out, there's a better than average chance that the Jets are going to try to get him. I've heard that, too. Um, I bet, uh, I bet uh, their, their coach is liking that. <laughs> I mean, that would certainly help the Jets to turn around a lot faster, you know? Yeah. Instead of, instead of uh, you know, rolling the dice on, on a high draft pick uh, right. quarterback who may or may not be ready, you get someone like Deshaun Watson, who's literally one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Uh, that seems like a no-brainer. I'd trade that draft pick away to get him. Right? Yeah. Wouldn't you? 
Yeah, there, there's a lot of uh, Dolphins fans and writers that are saying Miami's, Miami does have the capital to get them. Sure. Uh, I don't think they should, but um, where you would where Houston would get Tua and a number three and you know some other shit, uh, basically give them the shit back that we got from them <laughs> and and Tua, and then we get Watson. But I don't I don't think that's a good idea. Really? How come? I think you you basically swap the teams. If you, the thing that we've been doing all this time is building up uh, capital, right. and then you give it all away for the quarterback, then who's he going to throw it to? He's going to be throwing it to the same people that Tua could, was throwing it to. Nobody. <laughs> That's an interesting point, actually. Like when you th- when you think about how teams get built, um, uh, I know you hate the I know you hate the Bills, but I was listening to a to an interview with one of the. No, they did it right, man. The Dolphins are doing the same thing, so I, I see that, yeah. Yeah, the Bills it. basically built their team. Um, you know, they did a lot of one-year high, mm-hmm. inc- you know, one-year high incentive contracts, um, and they they kind of got rid of the divas and um, and basically started looking for, you know, f- you know, lower first and upper second tier type players who they felt like fit into their system, uh. Uh, and they've built what is, I guess, you would call a team in the truest sense of the word. Right. Uh, so I, I, I like that. I like that strategy. Yeah, so, and Miami's been doing it, so it'll be like a betraying the strategy to take on this yeah. guy with this crazy contract that he has. Yeah, you're probably right. And getting rid of all your assets. It's just like, it seems like a Jets thing to do is to go for him and then get this big name to quiet all the New York people for a little bit, get the buzz, and then all of a sudden everybody's pissed because yeah. they can't win, even though this guy was great. I don't remember. Did we talk about the Falcons? Did we talk about Arthur Smith yet? Have we talked about that? We've talked about Arthur Smith as a person. Did we talk about him. Well, I think we talked about him getting hired. There's a story this week out, basically saying that now that Arthur Smith is, has uh, started his job as head coach of the Falcons, uh, he's basically, <laughs> well, it's basically a purge. He's getting ready to like chop the heads off of all the assistant guys. He's going to basically just. He's going to gut the whole thing. Yeah, clean house. Uh, Hell yeah. He's going to clean house, which I think I, I'm I'm pleased to see that, actually. Um, that was what I was hoping all along, that somebody would come in and clean house. Um, it does not – they're never going to be able to get rid of Matt Ryan, so I think they're going to have to see what they can do with what they've got because uh, his contract situation makes it too difficult to get rid of him as well. Um, but maybe he turns it around. I don't know. I'm still a little worried that, I mean, this guy's the offensive coordinator of the Titans, and he he's going to go to the Falcons, and he's not going to have a Derrick Henry, so we'll see how good they can be. You know They're what I mean? Gurley. Gurley's no Derrick Henry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just not. <laughs> I, I hate to yeah, diss we'll on see, my... Man. What, do you think Julio Jones is going to be a Falcon next year? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. I think so. Uh, he seems quite dedicated to remaining a Falcon, and I think he'll probably, you know, he gets paid pretty well. And I, I think he would also, I think he, it'd be difficult to get rid of him with his contract as well um, until it, until his contract is up. Um, he just got a new contract last year, I think. Pretty big one. Uh, and I think maybe, maybe, I'm hoping that he kind of looks at it as a new day 
in Atlanta, and let's see where this goes. Let's maybe one yeah. more year. If they suck this year, if they go four and whatever this year, then then I would probably predict the exit of Julio Jones at the end of next year. I mm. uh, see, and that's why I feel like teams should look at it like they're on. And we'll talk about this more in the off season when we're talking about you know teams building and all top season, all of that. But yeah. to me, if I was building a team, uh, then I would look at it as when I take that that rookie quarterback or whatever that 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 first contract, like use that as my window for success before mm. we have to pay the big bucks because eventually you're gonna have to pay the big bucks and you won't have much room to grow like that. Yeah, so you gotta go like you got a, a quarterback five year rookie contract, a four year rookie contract, whatever it is. That's go time. Hmm. And then and that, after that's going to balloon up. You're going to have your Deshaun Watson situation, Matt Ryan situation, mm. and then you're going to be kind of stuck. So, Yeah. T- shoot your shot. Ugh. Ooh, the Bengals are going to get a new uniform. What? They got one of the best uniforms in the league. I just saw this now. Bengals will undergo uniform makeover this spring. Oh, wow. Interessant. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. My daughter like loves the Bengals because of their uniform. Yeah, I was gonna so say, I, is she gonna stay? I hope. Fan? I don't know. We'll see. She's also a Packers fan. <clears throat> she what? likes Aaron. Ro- she likes Aaron Rodgers. She calls oh, okay. him Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of A athletes, A Rod was at the. Uh, I saw an image of like Obama and like all of these people uh, standing around talking, and A Rod is just chilling there, just looking around, probably. I'm like, yeah. what's he doing there? <laughs> but he's married to J Lo, right? Or they're together. I don't know if they're married. Oh, right. That makes sense. So he's just hanging out with all, just rubbing elbows with the yeah. tops. Yeah, it's great. That's hilarious. All right, so uh, so the games, are we flipping and picking? Yeah, that's basically all the news I have. Um, How many points this it? week? Uh, the games are, are 15, 15 points. 15 points. Whew. And, and I'm way behind, right? You're a little behind. I was looking for something. Okay. Here, let's see. Somebody... Pages. Spends my podcast. Where's our? Uh, oh, that's not a page. That's a group. We're in a group. We have a group. We don't have a page, right? <laughs> that's right. We, was... we have a page, but we don't use the page. We, but we're a group. Yeah. Anybody interested in seeing us and our shenanigans on Facebook, join the Spinnerfell Pod uh, group. Yeah, I, I haven't. I haven't really been on top of the group lately, but somebody posted something. Oh. Uh yeah, this is crazy. Steelers are have just um hired Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, man. That's smart. Yeah. Cuz sure. if you can if you can lock down a particular cuz he can't demand a bunch of money. No. And you you uh you get him focused and and he turns out to be good. You got the successor to Big Ben. <clears throat> yeah. For cheap. That's pretty smart. It's kind of if, if it, And he's probably on a short lease, so he do some dumb shit, he's out. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's, Damn, it's I, good. I kind of wish uh, Dolphins would have done that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you need somebody to uh, play back up to Tua because you're going to yeah, yeah. sit him down in every fucking game, aren't you? Are you going to do that <laughs> next year too? <laughs> no, he's going he's gonna to sink or swim next year. Next year, I he'll think actually good. have an offseason. <laughs> yeah, I think it's good. He needs to sink or swim. You got to figure that shit out. Yeah, um, No, but they had yeah. the team. They could, they felt we could make the playoffs, so I, I get it. I'm mm. all in with, uh, with Flores. Yeah, Flor- Flores could uh, punch a child in the face, and I'd be like, "Oh, you know, the kid must have done something." Yeah, clearly, <laughs> clearly, because yeah. Flores doesn't can't do it wrong. <laughs> uh, so who's flipping, man? Who's flipping? Am I flipping? Who won the coin? I won. Did I pick? Yeah, I don't remember. I know I won. Uh, I, the- I flipped it because. I was trying to uh, follow the advice of our. You flipped listeners. it and you got it wrong. That's right. So, so this week it's my pick. I think you win every coin toss. The fact that Ooh. I won, uh, the fact that I won the regular season, is a marvel. <laughs> yeah. What What can I say? I you know I'm good in the playoffs. That's just my jam. <laughs> when the games matter. <laughs> yeah. When the games matter, Skiff steps up, baby. Yeah, man. It's made for the playoffs. Uh, okay, here we go. We're going to flip. Uh, I'm going to say... I feel like I should say Tails. <laughs> but I'm not going to say Tails. I'm going to say Heads. Okay. I'm going to say Heads. Ah! Fuck. It's Tails. Nice. I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there right away. The Packers are going to beat the brakes off the Bucks. <laughs> I'm so yeah. glad I got this game. The next game seems harder. I agree. Uh, the next game, Bills and the Chiefs. God. I There's something wrong. Mahomes does something to your brain, mm-hmm. right? And especially after last year and how they won every game coming from behind, you, you start to get it in your head that – well, it doesn't really matter who they play. They're they're definitely going to win. Um, they played this year, too. They did. And the Bills... You know what? I'm going to take the Chiefs based on based on the fact that I just think... I was not impressed with, with the Bills against the Ravens. Um, I mean, I think they'll play better against the Chiefs. It's a different team that they're playing. But still, I just... I can't... I'm going Chiefs. I'm sticking you with your favorite team, the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> what time are these games? We got a Saturday game? No. No, both no. I think, I think they're both on Sunday. I'm pretty sure the Packers and the Bucks game starts at 9.05. Uh, and then... 12.40 a.m. 12.40 a.m. for Bills Chiefs. It's so crazy that the winners of these games go to the Super Bowl. Oh, we should sell, tell the listeners there's no we canceled the Super Bowl party. Yes, because um, of uh, COVID. It started to feel like maybe this was not the right time to to have a party. Um, and my suggestion was we we hang on to the to the money we were going to use for the Super Bowl party. And maybe we could do some when this all this shit passes over, hopefully, you know, and especially like we could we could probably throw some sort of a preseason tailgate. Okay. Kind a of meet thing. and greet. Yeah, meet and greet like a some, you know, late August, 
uh, right before the season starts kind of thing. Yeah, we uh, can do that. And we can still, we, we get the location. We can do the li a live pod and kick yeah. it with people and shit like that. Yeah, it'd be nice. I think it'd be cool. Um, and right now just doesn't seem like the right time to be nah. doing this shit. Uh, that being said, I still haven't figured out how I'm going to watch the Super Bowl or what I'm going to do or... What's your what's your plan? I don't know, man. I talked to Martin, and if he's in town, then we'll do what we've been doing the last few years and go to the studio and watch it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, if anything, I mean, we could do a, a a watch party if people want to stay up and watch it with us. We could do that mm. on the Facebook page. True. Um, and just have a good time. Even if you're not, even if we're remote like this, or we could be together and still do the watch party. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how your family feels about uh, a screaming evening, like in the middle of the night type of thing yeah. that it would be. I know. Last year, we, my son, last year, my son and I, we, we decided to, we did not watch the Super Bowl live. Uh, we woke up the next day and we avoided the internet all day. Uh, and then we watched it that afternoon. Okay. Um, well, I'm not doing that. So <laughs> I don't, yeah, you can avoid me if you want. Cause I'm watching that shit and I'll probably, I, uh, and the last few I think years I've been on radio and shit, talk about it the next day. Yeah. So, uh, it, it, I think it's going to be a lot harder to do that this year, especially because we've got this, yeah. it's going to be, my phone is going to be blowing up all over the place. Yeah. Like, it's going to be completely know. irresponsible for you not to watch the Super Bowl live. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel the same. Yeah, I, I like the idea of watching it. I like the idea of watching it at the studio, actually. Yeah, we could do that. Uh, yeah, we could get we could watch together at the studio. That way, we're not waking anybody up, and I could get the keys and all that. So we could figure that out. That sounds like a a good idea. To me, yeah, that's what that's what we'll do. Who do you who do you want to do you want who do you want to win these games? Like who I do you want, want to Aaron see Rodgers it? to get another championship? You want that you want to see Packers versus Chiefs in the Super Bowl? Oh yeah, but I want yeah. the Packers to win. Yeah, I want the Packers to win the Super Bowl. I agree. I'm with you. Yeah, I think Mahomes got a lot of time in front of him. I'd like to see Aaron Rodgers get one more at least. Come on, Aaron, you got this, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I think he's gonna, uh, cause he should go down. It's it's crazy. He came up at the wrong time, man. He came up right behind Tom Brady, and uh, Brady and and Belichick together it was just, you know, the Brady looks like the best quarterback of all time, but Pack, uh, uh, not Packers, uh, Aaron Rodgers looks like he has the best tools ever. There was uh, there was one guy I was listening to yesterday on the NFL Network who was he he's. He would agree with us that Aaron Rodgers is is better than Tom Brady, uh, and he was basically saying that this was the goat versus the boat, the, <laughs> the greatest of all time versus the best of all time. Yeah. Uh, okay, goat I like it. The boat. So I was like, all right, okay, I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna uh, steal that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because Brady's got something about Brady. He's gonna get what he needs, and he's you know well studied and. You're not you're probably not gonna outsmart him most of the time, so mm -hmm. uh, that's that's pretty cool. You gotta respect it. It's easier to respect him now that he's playing for the Bucks. <laughs> oh, that you're saying that because he's not in your division anymore. Oh, he's yeah. in my. So that yeah, guy. That's what I'm saying. 
I don't respect him. I hate him more than I ever hated him. He's responsible uh, no. for our worst loss in franchise history, and he came and joined our division. Fuck oh. that guy. <laughs> Fuck, him. Fuck him. Fuck the buck. Uh, yeah. And fuck Bills Mafia. Okay. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Well, let's. Uh, we gotta. We gotta. Uh, should I read it? Or Which one? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I can read we it. Got I guess. Origin story. Yeah, go for it, man. We got an origin story from this dude named Bjorn. Um, what up, Bjorn? Yeah. What's up, Bjorn? What's up? For all you American listeners, that just means bear. <laughs> Imagine naming your child Bear. That's what, <laughs> not a nickname. Fucking no, Bear. It, yes, he is a bear. Uh, Dumb bear. The bear. Uh, he writes, uh, okay, yeah, this is my origin story. Actually, more of a pick a team story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I first started watching NFL in my early teens during the late 80s and early 90s. Back then, it was hard to follow the NFL in Sweden. But during the few games I managed to see, thanks to TV3 and PA, good luck. Well, I don't know what the fuck that says. Uh, anyway, uh, I fell in love with the 49ers and Joe Montana. Easy. Yeah, yeah. I fell in love with them too. They were great. Yeah, amazing. Uh, I used to always throw the ball to Dwight Clark and uh, Jerry Rice. <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also started to dislike the Cowboys. Figured you like that part. Yes. Uh, after that, uh, followed a long period of not watching the NFL. When I rediscovered my football interest mid-last season, I found out that the 49ers really didn't do it for me anymore. Uh, despite a great season, I found myself rooting for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Uh, using the words of Marie Kondo, the 49ers didn't wait, 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 wait. His team went to the Super Bowl that he's been rooting for, and yeah. as he was watching the Super Bowl... He starts rooting for the other team. He's like, eh, eh. Okay. Very <laughs> yeah. interesting. So I found myself watching and enjoying a lot of football, but with no favorite team. Uh, and with Skiff's uh, and John's pick a team ringing in my ears. Pick a fucking team. Out, exactly. I set out this season to find a team that did spark joy for me. So finally, in week 14, when watching the Ravens beat the Browns in that great game, I did. How can you not fall in love with a quarterback that leaves the game to take a dump, allegedly, and then comes back to win the game? Uh, great game, great team, great quarterback. Go Ravens. I, I love this. I think it's funny. I, I, yeah. I, I, I have a feeling he might switch teams again. Uh, because if you've decided to pick a team based on the fact that the quarterback went to take a shit and came back and win the game. Um, <laughs> you know. And you stopped cheering for a team in the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, I mean, the Ravens are a great team to root for. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of things to like about the Ravens. Uh, Consistently should... good. They're not going to be shitty. Yeah. they got a good foundation. Yeah. So, uh, good organization. So that... <clears throat> yeah. They do it right. Uh, we got a lot of great players. Fun to watch. Lamar Jackson is electric. Uh, yeah, I wish he, he I wish he played for the Falcons. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's that's the bear. That's the Bears. <laughs> no bear. bear story. He'd probably be a Bears fan in six years. <laughs> <laughs> 
man. Thanks, Bjorn. We appreciate yeah. you listening, man. And it, 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 we want everybody's origin story. So if we haven't, if you haven't sent your origin story, let us know how you became a fan of your team. You can send it to us at, at Gmail, SvenFLPod at gmail.com. You can send it to uh, uh, Instagram, SvenFLPod on Instagram, or you can put it in the group. A lot of people have been just posting right into the SvenFLPod group on, uh, on Facebook. Some people tweet it to me. John Fraud Van Dam is my Twitter handle. So you can tweet to me or you can just tweet randomly to somebody and it might be Skiff because he doesn't know his Twitter handle. <laughs> Can I finally look? What is my Twitter handle? Let's see. What is it? Uh, it's crazy. We don't follow each other on Twitter. I never really look at my Twitter. Yeah, you don't tweet. I tweet. I mess around You know what? Fuck it. I don't tweet. If some people start tweeting me, then I have to look at it. Oh, at least you got a notification. How am All I? Right. I don't even know how to find it. I feel like I feel like I'm your grandfather. All of a sudden, how do I find my Twitter handle, Jonathan? What am I supposed to do? Just tap on your own picture. I thought I did that. <laughs> it should be like the profile. It should be under your profile there. Right? Hey, it comes up photos too. Uh, oh, my Twitter handle is at Stockholm CA. Okay. Because my production company is called Stockholm, California Productions. Oh, okay, okay. Now it makes sense. I was waiting on the explanation of that. At Stockholm CA. Okay. That's my Twitter handle. I think you should change your Twitter handle. Can you do that? <laughs> yeah, man. Well, how do I do that? <laughs> we'll talk offline, man. I'm not going to be over here having a fucking boomer conversation with you. <laughs> Come on, Grandpa's confused. How do I change my Twitter handle? <laughs> I'm like that oh, meme man. of Bernie Sanders sitting there with my mittens at the fucking <laughs> I can't access my Twitter with my mittens. <laughs> with a with a Manila envelope. <laughs> the fuck was he doing? Oh shit. He's old school, uh, man. I love Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks everybody for checking out this episode of Spinnerfell. The season's almost over, man. I get a little sad, but it's really exciting because the last two games, it's fun, but it's almost over. So, get yep. down to the wire. But what, Patreon subscribers will be back on uh, Sunday for the pregame show. It's gonna be lit. Yep. And then uh, in the group, I'll be. I'm gonna have my whiskey ready, so we can uh, have our drink before the uh, before the Bucks game, actually, before the Bucks Packers game. We can have yeah. a little. Have a little drinky drink. Maybe we'll whiskey go live up. or something. Whiskey up yeah. first game. Yeah, we'll whiskey <laughs> up for the first game. I like that. All right. So uh, everybody take care. Have a good weekend. Uh, good luck to your team unless you're the Bills. If your team's yeah. still in it. Yeah. For the Bucks. Fuck the Bucks. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, damn. Fuck what if it's Bills versus Bucks in a Super Bowl? Uh, <laughs> I'm definitely hate. rooting. I'd be definitely rooting for the Bills in that scenario. I might, that, then I might do your thing and just watch the Super Bowl later. <laughs> 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 now I'd have to root for the root for the Bucks. Uh, go Tom. Ugh. Uh, all right. No, can't do it. We'll hope for the best. Take care, man. Everybody, thanks for watching or listening. Some people watch, but thanks for listening. We'll, we'll catch y'all later. Peace. See y'all.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.